0: Good morning, good morning, and happy Sunday to all of you, our HOD podcast listeners. Uh, We are back once again with another podcast here for you this Sunday morning. We hope and pray that you all are warm, snuggled up with your blankets, if it's at all possible. Uh, And for those who had to go out to work today, we pray that God covers and keeps you as you travel over the dangerous highways. Uh, We know that a lot of us have received... Um, ice and snow in the last couple of days so if you're not at home we are praying that God is covering you as you travel uh, because we know uh, driving conditions right now uh, are a little on the uh, dangerous side especially for those who do not know how to drive on snow and ice so um, we're praying that you all are uh, covered under his blood and protected from dangers that we see and even from those that we do not see, um, we thank you guys again, as always, for um, tuning in to the podcast, taking out time out of all of your busy, busy schedules uh, to listen to the podcast each and every week. Uh, we will do our best to continue to be consistent, in giving you guys a podcast uh, every Sunday that we're able to Um We do thank uh, you all for your prayers. We are definitely continuing to pray for you all. Uh, We definitely want to continue to remember our podcast prayer list. Uh, We have uh, two of our uh, consistent podcast prayer list uh, names that uh, have both rung their bell. uh, And we're continuing to uh, keep them before God in prayer as they continue their journey uh, through their treatments. Uh, our sister uh, Nicole Reed and uh, Crystal Harden uh, we definitely want to continue to pray for them um, God is doing what He is supposed to do he's keeping them uh, he's bringing them through uh, their situations and uh, we all know that they're coming out victorious uh, we count it done uh, and I know that we're all touching and agreeing on that collectively and we thank God in advance for his healing Uh, We also want to continue to um, keep Cheyenne red in our prayers. Um, We thank God for what he's already done and for what he's going to continue to do for her. Uh, We um, also want to continue to pray uh, for our um, family and friends, um, all who have lost loved ones, uh, whether it has been over a year or whether it has been recently. Uh, I know that another one of my co-workers had, had an aunt who passed away. Um, Sean Daughtry. So we definitely want to keep him in our prayers. uh, And we definitely want to keep all of those who have lost loved ones recently in our prayers. Uh, Definitely want to keep them before the Lord because you never know um, what might go through someone's mind uh, whenever they have lost a loved one, even if it's been uh, a year or two years. When you lose a loved one, uh, it definitely has an effect on you. So we want to keep them before the Lord, that he continues to give them strength as they go uh, through their day-to-day lives without the ones that they were so used to seeing each and every day. Um, we also want to continue to pray one for another as we all are, are dealing with this uh, new variant that is extremely contagious. Uh, I have seen um, co-workers um, that we definitely want to keep in prayer who um, have contracted the uh, um, the, COVID, the new COVID variant uh, and we also want to keep um, all of those that we work with, our family, our friends uh, before the Lord that he continues to cover and protect us uh, we know that all of us may not make it out of not contracting it, but we know that God is able to bring us through it um, so we definitely want to keep uh, all of them in prayer um, uh my cousin uh Evangelist Denise, uh, we know that God is covering her. Um, Taiwan Miller, we thank God for um giving her strength as she goes through. Um and we're knowing and believing that God is going to bring them out alright. Uh, as we prepare ourselves to jump into this podcast, uh, we hope that you all are prepared for the word and for the music on today. So, you guys know what time it is. I hope the church socks are on your feet. And if they are not, I hope they are in your hands preparing to be slid on the toes. We need you to kick back, relax, pop those feet up for as long as you can. Prepare yourselves to get that good slide in your kitchen on this morning. The podcast is hot and ready, fresh off the press. And I hope that you are all prepared and ready to uh, receive we have for you on this morning so as always let's get it to
1: give god the glory and the praise we want to encourage you this evening to hold to his hand if you got two hands i need you to clap just like this
2: Oh, not for they let go Oh, too far leaning up Oh, too leaning up ¡Suscríbete no, no. Y'all have to excuse me, I feel it. Praise Him. Jesus. Jesus. Anybody know that name? Jesus. Blessed Savior. Yes, He's worthy too. Praise him You want to praise him Praise him You, ought to praise him. Praise you him. want to praise, him. praise Jesus. Jesus. To you She la the savior worthy. where Just one more time I promise we move it Why your got hands lifted up You ought He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Yes, hey, yes. My God is worthy. Me. My God is worthy. My God is worthy. Yes, he.
1: Say he it. Now, let's dive into the word i want you to go with me to exodus chapter 14 exodus chapter 14 and i'm going to read verse 10 through verse 13 just a few verses and it's our custom in the culture of our church that when we read the scripture before preaching we all stand it's not for me but if you just stand for the reading of god's word and i'm going to start reading at verse 10 if you have it in the Bible or you're at least seeing it on the screen, I want you to signify by saying, I have the bread. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? wherefore has thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of where we were is not this the word that we did tell thee in egypt when we said leave us alone and we'll just stay here and be their slaves for it had been better for us to serve the egyptians listen at this kind of talk it would be better if i would have just stayed where i was than to die where i am verse 13 And Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he's going to show to you, when? Today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today. I love this scripture. You shall see them again. Don't y'all do that over here. (laughs) No more forever. The Lord shall fight for you And you shall put up your gloves and hold your peace. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Uh, If you're visiting with us right after church, we have a gift for you in one of the lobbies. It don't matter which one. Thank you for being with us. I want to share this message with you. Encourage somebody near you and just tell them the statement. Tell them I'm living in the now living in the now, there's a psychological term uh, that's called compartmentalization. Um, It's a defense. It's a defense mechanism. It's used to avoid cognitive dissonance or the mental discomfort uh, of anxiety caused by conflicting situations and multiple tasks that's in front of an individual. Uh, some people look at it as a weakness depending on the way you look at it, but compartmentalization actually can be a benefit. It can be. It's the ability to deal with what's in front of you. Without it, a firefighter would never be successful. Not one that's married with children. Because they would not be effective to do what's in front of them Always considering what they left at home. It's, it's the ability to face what's in front of you without being overwhelmed with what's behind you. It's the ability to be present. It's not about disconnecting, because some people compartmentalize so long that they get disconnected from situations and circumstances. Being disconnected means there's a lack of awareness. It's not that I'm not aware of tomorrow or yesterday. It's that I have an understanding that there's nothing I can do about it right now. (laughs) There's some people who tap out completely. But I'm facing, I'm dealing with today. Why? You will never experience the beauty of the present Living in the past. I need you to look at somebody and tell them, this is beautiful. beautiful. Not will be right now. These are the good old days. Now. You know, people never call it the good old days now. We always call it the good old days looking back at it. But there's a writer who wrote for the office. (laughs) He says, I wish there was a way we could know we were in the good old days while we were in them. Because if you ask to me, no one, Cousin Beverly, has produced good music since the 90s. I have no idea what this music is about. what huh come out of there you devil I remember songs like have you ever loved someone so much you thought you died given so much of yourself it seemed the only way tell me okay heavy D and so for real see I don't have no idea what I'm talking about Brandy wrote lyrics And that's what I call the good old days. When R&B was real R&B. I mean, you said know, I don't want to bore you with this, oh, but I love you, I love you, I love you. Y'all skip the park, y'all skip the dinner, y'all skip, and y'all go. I ain't no holding hands, no nothing, it's just. So that's what I say, but then my mama and Aunt Peggy would say, ain't no good music since the seventies, but well, you put on a little Marvin Gaye and why? Because our language is consistently cased in the past when that's what we're living. When we see that all the best of times were in the past, all the things that were good and easy and everything was better in the past. These are people who exhaust their energy trying to recapture it or to recreate it. The past for many represents when things were simpler. We all at times wish we could be kids again. I miss Saturday morning cartoons. Oh wow! Oh wow! I miss when Friday, the greatest uh, assignment on Friday night, was to watch Full House. Oh, I'm just, I'm just gonna smell it for a moment. Family Matters. Step by step. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Let me come back. Okay. <laughs> Prophet Mickey don't leave. He's okay. He said, what? I, I miss the simplicity of it. Every once in a while, I wish, and I do it sometime. I'll go over to my grandmother's house and I'll just get on the bed with her with my suit on for a moment. Just trying to recapture what it felt like to be safe because I remember I couldn't wait till I was grown enough that I didn't have to live under my mama's rules I couldn't wait to get old enough to do like I want to do but now I realize being grown is overrated now I wish somebody would just tell me what to do and pay my bills I just wish sometimes wish we could be kids again but tell your neighbor it's not happening because if you went back you will realize that road is really just a path that mansion was really only two bedrooms and what you thought was so tall was just a step Hmm. living in the past is when you immortalize your past hurts just because you experienced the tragedy doesn't mean you have to live with the trauma trauma is when you are consistently living with the pain associated with what happened in other words it's still not it's it's it's, it's not still happening but it's still affecting some of us are living in cemeteries arguing with people who are not talking back being held hostage by individuals who have actually moved on living in living in the past where you have where you have used your Scars as a mechanism to keep people yoked in obligation to you. I know I didn't do everything right in our marriage, but we're still together. We're fighting through it, but we'll, we'll never heal if you keep picking at the scale yes we need to talk about it we need to go through counseling but I see you that live in the past you're like I was when my mother corrected me this is before the time out generation I didn't have an iPad for my mother to take from me I love my mother, and my mother tells me to be very careful because sometimes I present her as an abuser. And every once in a while when I give this presentation of my upbringing with corporal punishment, she'll tell me, you didn't go to jail, did you? But uh, without the timeout or the removal of iPads, my mother did things because we lived in the, in the country, in the rural area when correction came, she was a person of great grace and mercy but if the teacher ever wrote a note and sent it home and she had corrected me several times my mother would um, bring outside to the inside This is the best way I could see 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 Whitaker, y'all don't know what I'm talking about here. But but my mother would go get branches um, off trees. (laughs) And I already knew what was happening. And if she reached for me and pulled back and it left a mark, when I came to the table to eat dinner, I'd be like I'm bleeding. <laughs> Country rule slang for I am bleeding. But oftentimes there was no blood. There was a mark. She was no longer whooping me. But I was still crying. And I was still bringing attention to it. Because I wanted her to suffer for what she did to me. When there's food in front of me that I'm refusing to eat. And some of you are trying to make your past pay for what's, what happened to you when really you're punishing yourself and keeping yourself locked from your future. So we find ourselves living in the past look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor you may not owe it to them but tell them you owe it to yourself and your future to let it go let let it go let it go stop rehearsing it let it go if it's a testimony it should have some victory with it if you still telling it and it's still a sign that you haven't moved past it you need to let it go you're not the only one that's ever been hurt you're not the only one that's ever been cheated on you haven't been the only one that's ever been disappointed and guess what the older you get the more grace you will give the people because the older you get you're gonna disappoint somebody you're gonna hurt somebody you're gonna do somebody wrong oh y'all ain't got old enough yet you know what I'm talking about so you better learn how to give grace to others. Mm, what a word that we've heard so far. But family, guess what? You can be a part of this wonderful word of God that's going forth right now. I want you to take the opportunity to give and sow into this ministry. The ways to give are listed below here. But right now, let's get back into the word of God. Right Tell your neighbor, unhook them. Elder Francine taught such a powerful Bible study on Wednesday. Ooh. If you didn't get that, you need to go back and listen to that because she was talking about the key log. If it ever, if, if, the, if the river ever gets stuck with all the logs, instead of trying to attack all of it, find the key log because the moment you move the key log, everything else is going to start flowing in your life. And some of you have been hindered from the flow because you won't deal with that one thing. You want to blame everybody else but how long are you going to be a victim to what somebody else did how long are you going to be a victim for who didn't show up for you so so some of us are locked in thank y'all so much for your patience some of us have been so locked in from our past and then some of us are actually distracted by our future Don't be so distracted by the future that you fail to serve your now. Why is that important? Because, Jason, it's all connected. When you find yourself getting overwhelmed with your task, deal with one thing at a time. See, some people, you get so overwhelmed with everything that's in front of you that you end up doing nothing. You come in your house and you're like, I got to clean my house when I get home. And then you come in and you're like, oh my goodness. My bedroom looks like the rapture took place with a whole lot of people. And I'm telling you, you have those days where you get so overwhelmed with all the clutter. There's dishes. See, y'all talk about other folks' house, but some people ain't never been past your living room. Come on. There's some days if you got kids, your house is not a museum. Come on. If you work all the time and you ain't got no maid to come behind you, there's some days you'll just say, you know what? I'm going to get it in the morning until you oversleep. Don't you make me come through. Don't y'all look at me like this. Don't make me come in here and prophesy about them clothes that still ain't been folded Some of you just taking clothes out the basket now you you (laughs) they never made it to the drawer. You just taking them out the basket That's real Some of y'all paper plates have been your best friend in this season. You act like you so green friendly, but I see them white paper plates that keep going in the microwave and keep melting in the midst of the heat. (laughs) Your hot pocket spirit. I see you. I see you. You get overwhelmed. And so you just end up sitting down turning on netflix and doing nothing you get so overwhelmed with so much homework (laughs) so much so many papers to write that i don't know where to start so i end up not starting at all but you got to take your take a moment and do it one thing at a time and you have to learn to make things and people wait in line. You were never called to be God. Look at your neighbor Tell them you were never called to be God. You have to prioritize. Don't waste the day. Don't waste the time and the lesson of right now. There are principles that you need in order to function in your future. And those principles are gathered in your today. If I never learned anything about math, which I didn't learn a lot. I'm still trying to figure out what in the world does any some of that have to do with what I'm doing one thing I did learn it does not pay you well to skip steps when it comes to math- mathematics it don't pay you well to skip You know, I don't need all of that. Take me to trigonometry. (laughs) I I had a teacher that one time passed my test with the wrong answer. She did. She said, no, no, she was, she, she was, and I didn't understand it. She says, You got the answer wrong, but I'm going to count it right. I said, huh? She said, because she says the point of this question was not about the right answer. It was about knowing the proper process. And some of you are overwhelmed because you want to be perfect at everything. And God says, no, I want you to learn the lesson. You're not going to always get it perfect, but I need to make sure you know the principles. Scream at somebody tell them, I don't always get it right. But at least I'm in the right process. At least I'm thinking the right way about it. At least I'm going in the right direction. These are principles that you need in order to function in your future. So it don't pay you to skip. On the days where it gets hard. And I'm telling you all. As your pastor. You know, I want to be as transparent with you as you can handle it. I love God. I love the church. I love you. I love my family. I'm excited about everything God is doing in our movement in my life. These are good days. But Charles Dickens says this. It is the best of times and the worst of times. And I say it like this, all at the same time. It's the tale of two cities. And so I have days, Adrian, where I just want to escape. And I almost want to just shut down. And on those days that's hard, I have to speak to myself and say, no, no, no. Don't waste the day. I may can't do everything I want to do. I may not have the strength to do everything that's on my table, but one thing about it, when I get into tomorrow, I'll be able to look back at yesterday and say, at least I accomplished something. Don't shut all the way down that you have to look at uh, your yesterday with regret. Because what if what you're worrying about turns around by tomorrow? Will you be prepared to walk into the door that opens or will you be so unprepared because you cried in the hallway? Listen what Jesus says about many of us to deal with anxiety about tomorrow. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 through verse 34. Therefore I tell you stop being worried or anxious perpetually uneasy and distracted about your life. About what you're going to eat. How am I going to buy groceries? Know about your body, what's going on with my physical health and what I'm going to put on, where my clothes coming from. Isn't life, is life not more than food and the body more than clothes? When you go out tomorrow, look at the birds of the air. They don't tithe. (laughs) They don't go to work. They don't sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them for the day. Now this is a question that's important for all of you who've been so stressed out. Are you not worth much more than them? And who of you by worrying you who worry How much height can you add to yourself? And how much time can you add to your life? (laughs) Her husband told his wife one time, says, you know worrying about it don't do nothing, right? She said, yes it does. Because nine and a half percent of the things I worried about ended up not happening. Because some people have that backwards mindset that they think their worrying fixes things. Why are you worried about clothes? Look at the flowers of the field. They don't labor. They don't spin. They don't make clothes. Yet, I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor is dressed as well as they are. But if God so close the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and then they're going to come down and cut it tomorrow. You have a little faith. Therefore, don't worry or be anxious about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink or what you're going to wear. But that's how pagan people do. People who are not saved. But your heavenly father knows that you need them. But first and most importantly, You need to seek, aim, and strive after the kingdom and his righteousness. Mm -hmm. And y'all know I like what King James Version says, and all these things shall be added unto you. Last verse, verse 34. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day got its own problems. Mm. And so, uh, I, used to have this strong anxiety about flying and most of it happens uh, a a large gravity of it a a big part of it would happen the day before flying I'm not talking about when I walk on a plane I'm talking about the night before (laughs) some days two days before in my mind "Mm, I gotta fly this week oh lord And I've been on a plane and I would get mad at myself because I always land but I've been exhausted when I finally get there I'm serious like when we get ready to take off I would lean back in my seat to help the plane get up oh don't you oh don't y'all judge me cuz some of y'all be on the passenger side putting on brakes there's no break over there. <laughs> and so when the plane going up, I used to go like, "All right, all right, come all right." As though my anxiety is helping the pilot. <laughs> and I would be worried and stressed, and I always get there, but it costs me something to worry cost me peace of mind. I remember before Lynchburg got jets, we had them planes, them little prop planes that go like this. And I remember being on there with a bunch of kids and mad at them. Because they was just talking and laughing. I'm like, don't y'all see what's going on? Y'all just talking and laughing and playing games? This is not play time. This is prayer time. Was a story about another pastor. He was on a plane, and and, um, the pilot told them that they was gonna incur some turbulence, so there wouldn't be any beverage or food service. Everyone, stay in your seat. And uh, that turbulence came—really bad turbulence. A bunch of dipping up and down. And Pastor Westgate, we talked about that. We've been in some flights before that did the dipping, right? And he said, he looked over and saw this little girl sitting by the window. And she was just playing with her toys and looking through her coloring book. And she was smiling. And everybody on the plane was going, ooh. Not the little girl. She was sitting by herself and she was fine. And so when everybody finally when landed, she was like, everybody like, we getting off this plane and the pastor said he was so interested to talk to this little girl and says hey i see you aren't scared today you know you do she says no my daddy is the pilot and he's driving me home <laughs> when you know who's driving hallelujah. When you know who's in charge, God said, if I'm taking care of everything else, what makes you think, I'm not going to get you to your place of destination. I need somebody to praise God because he's in control. Do you trust him? Do you really trust him? Do you really do you really trust him? Because when you're not living in your now, get overwhelmed the bible says that they came out of their past they came out of egypt but then they got at a place where the egyptians were behind them and a red sea was in front of them and when when you get in a tight spot in your life the devil will start talking to you making you think it would have been better if you would have stayed where you were I know I'm talking to somebody in here. The devil will start telling you you had it easier before you got saved. But the devil is a liar. The only reason why you could have had it any easier. Hallelujah. Why you won't save was because the enemy was was feeding you to keep you enslaved. And some of you, some of you have mistaken control for love. When people are only kind to you to keep a yoke on you. And they start talking to themselves and say, we should have stayed in Egypt. Look at us now. We should have stayed in Egypt. God brought us out here to die. And what happens when you get in moments like that? If you can't get a hold of God, you will punish the people who is around you. Some of you have been punishing your spouse. You've been punishing your friends. You've been punishing family members, people who love you because you really can't put your hands on God. Here they are with their past coming behind them and their future in front of them. That past tries to destroy them because, you know, people will bring up stuff from your past to try to destroy you. And then I'm looking at my future. And my future looks like it has the ability to drown me. And what does God say? Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord don't run don't withdraw from classes don't get don't go see a lawyer and try to get out of this marriage don't start looking for another church cause ain't, cause you think, you think it's location it's really not location you think There's something that God wants to show you here. And I'm not telling you, you're never moving. There's not a day after this. But you won't be prepared for the wilderness journey. If you don't get the lesson that God is trying to show you in the day. There's a miracle that God wants to reveal to you now. That you're going to be able to pull from, from seasons in the future. If you don't get this revelation of this God that says stand still. You won't have nothing to draw from. There's something I want to show you in this moment, in this situation. Uh, yeah, I know I know your past is coming. Don't focus on your past. I know the future is great. Don't focus on the future. See the salvation that He's going to show you today. And so that's my that's that's my message. That was it, I mean. It ain't the way I thought it was going (sighs) to be. Thank you. (laughs) They even put a hypnotic background to try to just put y'all in a trance to make y'all think I was saying something good. Uh, All I want to tell you is uh, I was telling the guys, uh, uh, will you play? Thank you. I was telling the guys when we were at the um at the lake camp and i said guys did y'all notice while we've been out here our phones have been away from us and our boys were just overwhelming us we want to get into water oh
2: we want a high dog oh we're gonna throw rocks at bishop
1: i want y'all to know that i felt the rocks i just did not respond because i was you know almost got manned was that you malik was that you to do the rocks this time you did it the other year you didn't do it this time all right was it you pastor marvin because you've done it and it was fruits now this that hit the back of my head was not a fruit snack marlon i know i've had to correct you a couple of times so was this your way of getting back at me in the dawn i mean no. Oh, somebody hit me with a rock and i don't play that okay Right, let me get back to this one, play some real spiritual while we, were, while we were in that moment out there I was like guys the kids are getting older and I know we got some other things we need to do when we go home and all of this but let's be in the now we call the present a present because the present is a gift and I pray that you don't run right past it that you don't unpack the blessing of it and I know some of you have been overwhelmed trust me I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed but lift up your hands and tell the Lord I thank you for right now <laughs> I, thank, I thank you for this moment you've given help me to be present in the now help me to be present with my spouse help me to be present with my children and help me to be present with you in this now there's times i gotta learn how to compartmentalize i gotta focus on now because your reputation is good Usually after I didn't wear it and wear it and wear it and wear it and wear it, it It always works out. (laughs) What is it that he didn't work out? (laughs) Mm.
0: All right, we are uh, at the end of our podcast for today, and we hope and pray that you all have enjoyed what you have heard on today. Uh, we hope that it has uplifted your spirits. Uh, we know that uh, House Deliverance Ministries had to cancel our service on this morning, so we hope that the podcast has, in some ways, um, uh, taken that spot of uh, of emptiness that we didn't, uh, we weren't able to come together and fellowship um, on this morning. But we know uh, that our safety. Um, Is definitely the most important thing. So uh, we understand why the service was uh, canceled, but regardless, we know that God is still here. Uh, We don't have to physically be in the church building in order for us to have service and in order for us to fellowship. So we thank God for the podcast, being able to be used to um, stand in the gap for those times when we're not able to um, physically come together. Uh, As we prepare ourselves to go into this work week, we hope and pray that you all have a blessed and wonderful week. uh, That God covers and keeps all of us. He protects us. uh, And that he does exactly what he told us that he would do. Um, We know that he can't fail. We know that he can't lie. So we know that if he said it, it's already done. Uh, We want to send a special shout out to... Uh, the House of Deliverance Church family. Uh, We love you guys. We appreciate you, all of your uh, encouragement as we continue to upload these podcasts. Also want to uh, thank all of those listeners, whether it be your first time or it it be uh, uh, you've been a consistent listener since the podcast has began. Uh, We want to thank you guys. Uh, We um, see that you're listening you're definitely sending your messages that you're listening and uh, thanking, um, thanking me for putting the podcast up. Uh, I want to thank you all for uh, for listening because you don't have to and we know that uh, you could be doing anything. You could be watching your favorite show, could be in the kitchen cooking, uh, could be reading a book, watching your favorite movie, anything. But you choose to take time out Uh, to listen to the podcast and we definitely appreciate you guys for making this podcast as successful as it has, has been. Uh, We are preparing ourselves to go into this Monday work week. So if you have to go to work, please be safe. Uh, Please drive safely Uh, do whatever you can to uh, make it to your destination safely. Uh, And if you don't have to go out, stay at home. These streets are icy. Uh, We know that early in the morning, uh, whatever has melted during the day freezes over at night. So please be safe as you travel over the dangerous highways. Uh, We'll definitely continue continue to keep you guys in our prayers. Uh, And we thank you for the prayers that you have sent sent our way. Uh, But With all of that being said, we thank you guys. We love you. We appreciate you. And as always, we will see you on the other side.
2: Then I would have it, but I still got it, still got it, come on winners and symphony singers, everybody. Thank